Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour. I'm so glad you are joining me for this Workouts for Older Men podcast. It's day number 82 of the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. And in this podcast, I'm going to talk about how to lift weights safely as you age. How to lift weights safely as you age. It's really important at this age, right? We're not as young as our minds like to think we are. We are a little bit older. We've got to be smart about this. Right? You may be new to lifting, so you don't have that experience, but I want to speed up your experience, uh, your knowledge, your understanding of this weight training, how to lift weights safely as you age. I want to explain all of that to you and a lot more in this podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LeCorn. I'm so glad you're joining me here for this Workouts for Older Men podcast. It's day number 82 of the 100 Days Workouts for Older Men Challenge. 82 days in a row I've been coming here with the information, the inspiration to take your body, your health, your fitness, build muscle, lose body fat, your passion and energy, your longevity to a higher level, no matter where you are right now, now that you're a little bit older. Right, so you can be training for two months, two years, two decades. Now that you're a little bit older, we look at the world differently. Our priorities are different, but we have to fit it all in. We want to give you the most effective and efficient strategies and systems to build that muscle, lose that body, be more healthy and fit. And everything I talk about is all in the context of our journey as older men, how we see the world. That's what makes this so unique. Uh, that's why I am the number one authority uh, for workouts for older men, longevity for older men, and personal development for older men. If you're new to this podcast, just remember you can skip around and listen to 1, 49, 37, 82. You don't have to uh, listen to them in order. So if you're new to the party, maybe you punched in how to lift weight safely, and here you are, and then you look around 82. Wow, there's 81 other ones. Man, do I got to start from the beginning? No, you don't. Just start here. You can randomly go through whatever titles you like. They're all freely, freestanding, independent podcasts, the information and inspiration that you need now that you're a little bit older. So you don't have to go back to number one and work your way back up to this one in order. You're not missing anything, so just... Uh, let me make that clear. I've talked to a lot of men, and I, you'll see during this podcast, I always make myself available. I'm going to give you my cell phone number so you can text me, you can ask me questions. Uh, there's a lot of ways that we can take our relationship, your level of knowledge, to a higher level. I know you're going to be enjoying these podcasts if you're new, but no, and I'll talk about that a little bit later, how you can uh, contact me, answer some questions for you. Maybe uh, just in your frustration, confusion, overwhelm, because I know you... I know that you want this badly. Um, maybe a little bit frustrated and confused in getting all this information. You're used to having more structure. You've been doing the same thing, married forever, doing the same thing forever. Now you come into this wild, wild west of fitness. You're getting all the information from the younger, passionate fitness experts. Why is it more organized? I know what you're thinking, and I want to help you guide you through all that. 
right? My name is Skip Lacour. I'm a coach. I'm the creator of the Age Optimization System training for older men. I'm a former six-time national champion drug-free bodybuilder. Did it. It was everything in the world to me. That's where I learned a lot of the extreme ways. I certainly can relate to the younger, passionate fitness experts. But, you know, I'm 17 years removed uh, from being that competitive bodybuilder. I'm 58 years old, and uh, I just see the world differently. I learned how to be efficient, not doing everything in excess just because it would give me that 1% difference. Maybe, maybe not. I was totally going for it. I see that in the eyes. I see that in strategies. I, I see that in the... Uh, way that the expert prioritize what they do. You don't need that. You can uh, have that body that you want with all that excess because you don't have time for it. It's, it's overwhelming. right? So I want to empower you with the, what you need to do. There is a price to pay uh, to have the body that you want. You've got high standards for your life. But you don't want to overpay the price. You're not willing to overpay the price like, a, like maybe you did when you were younger or when you see the fitness experts or you know people on your social media that they're willing to do that you don't need to do that i want to i want to help you uh work through all that now in this podcast i want to talk about how to lift weight safely how to lift weight safely it's really important to the process you know uh if you are a man who does what it takes to get what he wants a lot of men are like you who are attracted to this message. And you have a certain level of confidence and stability and structure because you've earned it in your business life, your personal life. You want to start off at a higher level. That ambition is great. But it's really important that you understand your risk versus reward when it comes to training with weights. I mean, you know, you got to go for it. You probably went for it in business, right? You know about that risk versus reward. But I want to help mitigate those risks uh, so you don't uh, overinflate uh, maybe the value of doing things that are risky because you expect a big payoff, and that isn't real. It's not needed, right? And so that's what I want to talk about, how to lift weights safely as you age. You know, the, the biggest things that I want to emphasize in this podcast, and, you know, you're a smart guy. You're listening to this podcast, right? So, you know, using common sense. But there are a couple things that, you know, like I said, I coach men one-on-one seven days a week. And they have been for years. Older men, successful men like you. Uh, I take for granted, I take for granted sometimes that you would never uh, challenge yourself to lift a heavy weight, all right, something that pushes you until your body is thoroughly warmed up, right? The muscles are thoroughly warmed up. But, you know, I've learned that even with smart men, I shouldn't take that for granted. All right, so I want to talk about warming up before, you know, you're going to have to challenge yourself. All right, I'm not saying, and I'll talk about safety, is lifting heavy weight, how that's relative. And, uh, you know, you're going to have to challenge yourself because whether the dumbbell, the barbell, the machine is heavy, whether it is heavy, all right, uh, that's going to be relative by the weight on the scale, right, how strong you are and, and those types of things. But if you really think about it, every set, no matter if you lift a 30-pound dumbbell or a 60-pound dumbbell, right, every set should be heavy at the end. That's what creates the demand, the overload, the progressive overload. So even if it's a 30-pound dumbbell, when you get to that, let's just say 10th rep, it should be really heavy. 
Maybe not have started out that way, but you do so many reps that it's heavy at the end, even though it's 30 pounds. Or, you know, pick up a 60-pound dumbbell, and uh, you might be at that heavy point in the fourth rep. Right? So regardless of whatever weight you pick, heavy is going to be heavy if you do the set right and you really push yourself. So sometimes, you know, men get it all mixed up. Heavy weight hurts you and those type of things. I want to, I want to kind of clear that up. But before you do that challenging overload weight progressive overload, which, again, 30 pounds, 60 pounds, eight reps or four reps, it's heavy at the end. Right? It should feel heavy at the end. All right? So you want to warm up thoroughly. It's those sets, the progressive overload sets. Not you just stop, right? You push it, you know, safely to overload it, right? Uh, before you do those type of sets, and really the vast majority of your workout to be effective and efficient should be those sets where, ah, I just barely got the last one up. Did it safely. <laughs> and those are, that's what you, that's what creates overload. That's what initiates the muscle building process. And all of your workout, once you warm up, it should be those type of sets, right? What you don't want to do is, you know, pyramid up, you know, lighter weight, a little bit heavier, a little bit heavier, and then do a couple of heavy sets, let's just say for chest, and then do that all over again for the next exercise for chest. The chest should already be warmed up. You, you did, you know, whatever two lighter sets, then you did the heavy overload sets, right? You don't need to go lighter again, I know the exercise, you know, might feel a little awkward and different, but you should learn how to get mentally prepared in your mind. But your muscles are already warmed up. Of course, play safe. If you need to do what I call these mental preparation sets, where uh, the body part is warmed up, but you're just it's just so different for you. Maybe it's a challenging exercise. I do allow what I call mental preparation sets, where you get a lighter weight, and you just do one or two, just so that when you challenge yourself, your body's somewhat more confident. It's more familiar. Even though the body part, let's say chest for this hip, was already warmed up, maybe you did two exercises before. Each one had those uh, progressive overload sets. And the third one's just a little weaker. Maybe it's a decline bench press and, you know, how you're kind of inverted. You just want to feel it first, right? You know, you can have a mental preparation set. But that's mental more than physical. Your chest is already warmed up. But... That'll, that'll help you stay safe. Your mind helps you feel safe. So I don't want to take for granted that before you really challenge yourself that you really warm up, right? Take as many sets as you need, all right? You don't want to take an excess, but the, the overall uh, principle when you're warming up, and this is I'm weight training here, right? Of course, with running, you would want to stretch and get warmer before you start sprinting. You won't just come out cold and just start sprinting. You know, in that type of workout, too, all right, you want to warm up the legs, get the muscle flowing, and then, you know, you know, get ready. Well, it's the same thing. So you want to, you know, do the least amount of sets with the least amount of reps in those sets and the lightest weight. But when it's time to go for that chest, for example, whether you took, you know, five warm sets, then it's time to go. Then you go right to that taxing overload set where, like, for example, if your rep scheme is six to eight, ugh, I can get six, I can, no, I can't get more than eight, right, where it really challenges you. And then the next exercise, the next exercise, you go to, right to that. But that warm-up is so important. Don't do it in excess, like pyramid up for every single exercise for that body part. But the first one, get do whatever it takes to get not just physically ready, but mentally and emotionally ready, too. 
You want it, the more confidence you have, the safer you'll train. All right? So you got to warm up thoroughly. And you're not just warming up your body. You're also warming up your mind. If you must do those mental preparation sets for other exercises for that body part, just because it's different, just because, because you feel uncertain, well, you know, I'll allow you to do that, but don't mistake that for um, working sets that are productive. They're not. Anything less than that overload, especially if we've already done it, it's not going to work. So warming up, you got to do that first, get mentally, emotionally, physically, of course, ready for the set. But here's probably the biggest the point that I want to make. You know, I, 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 w I work with a lot of men. You know, they, they're on my social media platforms. Make sure you're know, on all my social media platforms. Right? And they've been, they, you know, they love the workouts for all them in message, and they've been training out 15, 20 their whole life since they were 16. And it's, they have a 25-year-old mentality. They just keep on pushing it and pushing it and, and pushing it. They love the challenge. They love the game. I get that, but you got to be safe. You got to be safe, all right, as you push it. Because here's the unpopular, you know, truth about this. You know, at this age, you you can make heavy weights feel uh, lightweights feel heavy with good form, feeling, execution. You can overload it, like I talked about. All right, you can have a safe weight. We're only going to build so much muscle at this age, you know, I hate to be, you know, uh, <laughs> the buzzkill, right? And right now, we're working hard to preserve every ounce of muscle we have and, and building ounces. We're going to build ounces and not pounds. You know, you know, maybe if you're brand new to it, you've never touched a weight and you're this age, you know, might have pounds in front of you. But it's important to remember that because, again, everything in life is risk versus reward. If you think loading that weight up and strapping on, you might see the guys with elbow pads and the wrist pads, and they're really fighting for battle. They have no spot, especially if they're at home, because then their mentality, they're just driven like that. You know, maybe your business, you're that way. You're not building, if you think that weight training is going to build all these pounds of muscle, it's not. Okay, that's not how this works. A lot of times you build the muscle, but you get lean to show off the muscle. It's an illusion. You're not going to grow pounds, 20 pounds, and change your physique to what you see in the mirror. A nice round rip. It doesn't go through weight training. So knowing that, really understanding that, you'll understand that it's, it's not worth taking that risk. Right? You know what, what uh, prompted me to do this particular podcast on this? subject is, uh, you know, I on my social media, my Instagram, I was going through my Instagram, and, you know, there was a guy, and he, he's not older, he's not in his 50s like us, 50s and 60s, uh, he's like, I don't know, 32, like in his prime for lifting, and uh, he was a competitive bodybuilder, really, really passionate about it, and uh, he popped a pack, and uh, I don't know, you know, I've never had that type of energy, I'm not saying I'm so smart. Maybe I'm just naturally conservative, even though I lift a lot of heavy weight. Or I'm just lucky. Or I'm just, just genetically gifted. I'm not going to credit that, but I've never had any injury, okay, that that had me miss a workout or anything like that. Certainly not, you know, uh, anything to repair any tears, major tears or anything like that. But he talked about maybe his competitive bodybuilding career is, 
And but here's the question: This is what you need to understand if you're you know new or you're older to lifting or new and older to lifting. A lot of times those pec tears and things like that, these these injuries, they don't happen through the heavy weight anyway. Sometimes when you don't, when you have the heavy weight, I mean you're so focused and you're ready for the battle, fight or flight. You're more prepared. It's when it's a moderate weight, you take it for granted, you just do something a little odd. That's when the injuries happen. So if you think just heavy weight doesn't know, you got to focus, you got to concentrate, right? So, you know, if it's tougher, if you're a little scared, I mean, it's not, you're not building all this muscle. So you just got to be safe. And when I kind of, you know, thought that, I was going, you know, I, I'm not saying, oh, well, he's dumb. I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm doing, I do all the stuff that you, you say. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's luck, but I'm just thinking to myself, I cannot afford a pec tear. I don't want to go to the hospital at this age for a pec tear. I don't want to, I don't want to be in pain. I don't want to see my kids see me in pain. Uh, I don't want to disrupt my working out to be healthy and fit. I don't want to disrupt uh, the, the flow of my business and who I need to uh, cater to and provide for my family. That is, would be the worst thing in the world. For what? For what? For one more rep? For five more pounds? Risk versus reward. We can be smart about this. We know what we're going to gain for what we're risking. So, you know, you know, there go the grace of go I or something like that, whatever that saying is. When I see somebody, I don't, I just think I'm fortunate not to have that and I want to keep it that way by doing this. So, Make sure you warm up thoroughly. Really think about that weight. What is it really doing for you? What you're risking. And remember that you got to focus all the time, even a weight that you're comfortable with. You know, a lot of the men who get injured, younger, older, whatever, it's not on the heavy weight. It's some lighter weight. A lot of times it's in warm-ups. I think this gentleman, too, it was it was like his last warm-up set. So you got to stay focused every time you touch that bar, that dumbbell, the metal on a machine. It's just really important. You don't want to disrupt your flow because a little bit, even if it's less, right, you know, have fun, have a game, you know, and, and, and challenge yourself, right? But you got to think of the big picture. And just me planning this in your head, you may have thought about it. From my experience, hopefully it, it gets you in that, that right mindset. Here's, here's another thing. So, you know, if you're relatively new to, to lifting, you know, here in your 50s, all right, um, there's something that I've noticed uh, for my contemporaries uh, who now are in their 50s and they've been training for 30 years and you see them on social media, all of them, all of them have shoulder reconstruction and hip replacements. And, you know, because part of the mentality to be a bodybuilder, right, is you just love the weights. And maybe you have that, maybe you're new to it in your 50s, you have that mentality, you just put in your business over these years and it, it you know it isn't like you know you're the quarterback of the nfl super bowl team and you get paid 10 million dollars for exercise and get beat up and put your body you know hit and everything you don't get any of that when you lift weights but you you, you develop that warrior mindset hip replacements shoulder replacements all these injuries that they just pounded through here's the common thing most of them always did 12 to 15 reps 10 to 12 a lot of reps I don't care if it's light, heavy, years and years of a lot of reps. Again, well, yeah, I did a lot of reps, but I didn't train heavy. Well, it's heavy at the end. 
anyway with 15 reps. That's a lot of wear and tear. All right. So if you're new to training, you know I don't. I, if you're if you're older and listen to this, you've been training for a long time. I don't think I have to tell you this. You just may not know. Wow. All those reps over all those years and the volume of training where they train the body part two and three times a week at all those reps, that's a lot of wear and tear on the shoulders, <laughs> you know, squatting and all this. It is not needed. Like I said, I don't consider myself brilliant, but I may have stumbled into something with the lower reps, really focus, you know, on the heavier weight, lower reps, lower volume, one body part, once a week training. Look. I know who you are uh, specifically or what your journey is, but I'm telling you, at this age, risk versus reward, what you're going to get, you do not have to train the body part. Training it two and three times a week, all right, because you got to make up for lost time and get it grow. More isn't better. You can train it one, one body part once. And forget about what those young guys say. I can tell you a story, you know, back, you know, uh, 25 years ago, uh, I didn't invent the one body, one body part once a week training, but, but I kind of popularized it being, you know, the drug-free bodybuilder in this new drug-free bodybuilding world, winning drug-free bodybuilding championships and writing articles. I got a lot of attention, and I kind of introduced to the world this, you know, one body part once a week training. Again, that was 25 years ago. Back then, they trained the body part uh, two and, and three times a week, a lot more volume, and it was just revolutionary at the time. Well, over the 25 years, you know, it was like all the drug-free bodybuilders did it. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know my impact or anything like that. But that became the rage. Until about 10 years ago, that was considered old school. And you know what the new scientific best way was? All this volume, all these reps again. Because these younger guys who are so smart, right, uh, they didn't know that they, when they were two <laughs> or weren't born yet, the way they're training, that's so revolutionary. That's what they did before the one body part once a week was introduced. Look, you can do it. Train that body part effectively, heavier. Remember, it's going to be he whether you have a heavy dumbbell or not, it should be heavy at the end anyway, right? Whether you get to 15 or you get to 6 or 8, right? fewer reps. Train it less. Hit the muscle directly. Let me show you how to do that. So less reps, lower volume, less frequency can preserve, you know, your joints now that you're older. All right. Now, again, I, I know you, if you're you're rather new to lifting right now, you know, you're fresh. You didn't have all that, and unless you know, I talk to guys that've got back surgeries and problems that, you know, whatever happened to them, you know, outside of the gym when they were younger. You know, we don't have to talk about that, but you got to play it safe. So those are the things that uh, how to lift weights safely as you age. It's really a mindset. It's understanding how this all works. It's risk versus reward. Uh, the maximum overload, the progressive overload sets that really matter. You want to make sure it's thoroughly warmed up, okay, uh, before you do it. If you need the, one of those mental preparations, that's not because the body part isn't warmed up. It's because you're not mentally ready, and we want to have more certainty so do that as you're working out. Remember, uh, you know, you focus all the time. It's not heavy weight necessarily that will get you interested. you got to stay focused even in the warm-up, even in the moderate. Always risk versus word. Remember, it's ounces and not pounds. Don't think that your body's going to tr be transformed with that one more rep playing the risk. 
you're not going to gain what you think. So if you're not going to gain the gain, it's not worth the risk. And also, you can get this done with less volume, right? Uh, less frequency, less reps, and the weight. Remember, it's going to be heavy at the end anyway if you're doing it right. So I hope that is helpful how to lift weight safely as you age. I want to help you with more, put together a training program, explain this more in detail, put it together for you in your home gym or your commercial gym, get a diet, so important in the process. Get the systems and strategies specifically to you. I want to help you. i got so many one-on-one -on -one coaching packages. Reach out to me. I put my number there. Reach out. We can talk about which one is the best for you. got a lot of packages. You can try it. I'll show you. And then you can, if you want to do more, you can do more. I'll blow you away. You don't know what you don't know. All right? We should talk. Right? You want this battle. You're putting in this work. You're listening to podcasts. Right? Uh, let me help you take it to the next level and, and speed up the process for you. Reach out to me. All right? So that's going to do it. For this Workouts for Older Men podcast on day number 82 of the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. Are you benefiting from this? Tell me what you learned. Send me an email at skipaskiplacore.com. Text me. Tell me you listen to these podcasts. Tell me how much you're loving them. All right? I'm working on the assumption uh, that you're loving them, right? Let me know. Give me power as I as I go for, down the home stretch from 83 to 100. All right? As I do these every single day, I appreciate your input. All right, tell me how these are helping you. All right, let's live today. Let's live our lives. Let's live every day with a sense of urgency. We have to when we're a little bit older. We've got more time behind us than we do in front of us. Have a great day.